That's the sound of a day starting out right. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 Zero Turn starts up. With big-time horsepower, giant voodoo track tires, TurboForce deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports, it's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro. Count on it. Welcome to DC On Screen, episode 335. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hi. We are getting super spoilery on Supergirl 215, Exodus. To recap, Kara and Supergirl try to report the Cadmus, sorry, that Cadmus has the alien registration to warn everyone, but needs two reliable sources. Kara releases it without corroboration, which gets her fired. Alex gets suspended, but she, with Maggie's help, storms Cadmus anyway, and with Jeremiah and Supergirl's help, stop the interstellar deportation plan. Monel gets closer to Kara, but Terry Hatcher and Kevin Sorbo show up as a pair of royal Daxamites, clearly in search of their prince. So, uh, I, I happen to know that you had some issues with this episode. Uh, well, I've had some issues with the last few, and we've discussed it, but I kind of, <laughs> as they wrapped up this story arc, I, it all uh, came, it all became clear to me. Okay. I've hated this story arc. That's what it really is. They've been focusing on this whole deportation thing. I guess it was a deportation. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what it was with the, re- the registration act. But right. we've been focused on this whole, like, let's let's get all the aliens out because Cadmus, blah, blah, blah. It's And it's the same xenophobic crap that I've hated my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and honestly, like, I know myself well enough to know that there's a part of me that, like, it, it hates the ignorance of it. And, and, like, the same fired-up way I used to get when I was, like, watching Lady and the Tramp and the woman came home and, and the house is torn up and she, like, blames Lady instead of the two, you know, bitch-ass Siamese cats. I can trace it all the way back to that, like, visceral, like, screw those cats! Still don't like Siamese cats. Uh-huh. Um, but so this whole, this whole like, I just hate the aliens because their alien storyline has just bored me. Mm-hmm. And I realized as it was closing up that that was what has really been getting to me for the last few episodes. Oh, because... I, me personally, what's been getting to me the last few episodes is the fact that no one's acting like themselves. I know, I know, but I think it has to do with how, I really do think it has to do with, like, this is a weird storyline they were telling in the middle of this, and everyone had to react around the weird storyline. That doesn't have anything to do with what we've been doing this season. Nothing. Yeah, it does. Sure it does. Not really. I mean, they they introduced the Alien Registration Act, like, with, um... With, with Linda Carter and everything. With, with Linda Carter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, the elements were there, but what we were really dealing with this season was Monel's uh, arrival. I mean, he was obviously the guy in the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, we were dealing with Guardian. We were dealing with uh, Kara with, in, a, in a non-cat world. We were dealing with uh, Wynn's adjustment to being part of the, the James, the Guardian team. We had mm-hmm. all these things that we were dealing with that were good and fun. Mm-hmm. Snapper Carr. Well, this that. episode... Even they, they, Alex mm-hmm. and Maggie was a whole thing, but... They've been of, hitting up... A lot, a lot of, of what that they didn't feel work like. in the context of this story arc is what I, I kind of thought as it was ending. It was like, oh, it just yeah. On this backdrop, none of that worked. Also, we haven't seen James in like three episodes. <laughs> well, you got in this episode, kind of. Yeah, for like but, a um, freaking second. You know, I think one of the things that's bothering me, and I noticed it a lot this episode, was just how heavy-handed they're being. Like when I watch a show like Supergirl, I I kind of want to be. I want to, I kind of want to escape from the real world a little bit. I don't, and they think they're being like Star Trek. Like, they, oh, we're making timely and, and, you know, accurate assessments about the world we live in through the prism of science fiction fantasy. 
And I'm like, you're not doing that when you've got Snap Ricard going like, fake news leads to a fascist in the White House. I'm like, yeah, I get what you're saying. The whole arc, I get what you're saying. But I don't <laughs> want to talk about Trump, okay? <laughs> I just don't. Now, we, we, like, uh, we addressed that once uh, <laughs> a few months ago when we had a Trump ad uh, at up front one of our shows for just a hot minute there. And um, like, that was that was the, our point. Like, we, we went and said, like, get that get that crap out of there. We don't like no no one wants to come to our show to listen to th- anything about Trump. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like no one listening right now probably cares one tiny damn about how we feel about the White House. I mean, I'm sure and plenty of people that's do. That's OK. I think more people probably do than we, we want to believe, but... Maybe, but still. You know what? Part of the fun is for you guys to listen to our commentary and try to figure out what we think. <laughs> <laughs> Messages privately. Yeah. No, just... I, I want a message board. I want a message board we with will everyone. Just with be like, no, remember this time Dave said this. He's clearly Republican. And then be like, no, wait, he said this this time. He's clearly a Democrat. And I'm just laughing at you from my fence <laughs> that I'm straddling. Um, <laughs> They're both Tea Party Libertarians. <laughs> yeah. No. I, yeah. You know. Uh, but no, I don't I don't particularly like such, uh, you know. See, I think what a lot of people don't realize is, like, and we know that these cats are Star Trek fans because <laughs> they've made it pretty clear. Somebody uh, on board all has, the references. has DVDs at home. There, no, somebody in that writer's room clearly knows. Yeah, but the thing about the original series, not later series, but the original Star Trek is they kind of hit both sides of the aisle and made everyone feel like crap about themselves. So, and that's what I dig. Yeah. But they also weren't as heavy-handed as Supergirl or any of these shows are. So that's, that's, a, that's a big issue I'm having with this. It, it has been. I think a little bit of that is um, where they're located. I mean, the CW does not do anything halfway sometimes. No, it, they don't. Um, I mean, if, if somebody's going to be in love, it's going to be love triangle, man. It's going to be love mm-hmm. quadrangle. It's <laughs> They're going to go for it. Yeah. If we're going to do a gun episode on Arrow, we're going to do a gun episode on Arrow. Like, you have to put a... a... And accomplish nothing. Yeah. (laughs) It has a magical ending. I I, I don't know, man. But (laughs) apparently, apparently Oliver fixed 200-something years worth of problems when, like, one afternoon. Whatever. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. So, moving on to something that was neat. Um, Uh Uh-huh. Sure. um, I had this little note. Well, let's say neat. All right, I have this little note here where I'm like, Lena is possible second source. Great. And then, mm-hmm. like, I didn't finish writing the word great before I, re- before I like, skipped over and went, or blogging. Yeah, that'll go well. <laughs> yeah. She, like, Lena, I have actually, I actually wrote this down. She says, imagine how many people you could reach instantly just blogging about it. And I went, uh, about 15? <laughs> <laughs> I've blogged. It doesn't just ha- if you don't have a following, and uh, you I don't, don't know what Kara's have... clout score is, but probably not that high. Right. If you don't have like a huge following on the internet, if you don't, you know, have all, a bunch of people to push all this stuff out. I mean, that she's she's got to write an article, and they're going to be like, "Oh, there's some nut job over here," you know. And I don't know how they think Google Alerts works either, because <laughs> you've got to have all those people bl- reblogging it. Yeah. You've got a, there's a lot of things that have to come into play before it could just go out instantly everywhere. Nah, man, you're you're totally everyone you're sees totally it. underestimating the the sheer hunger of the National City blogging thing right. underground. And, yeah, and Snapper saw it immediately enough to fire her, and we even got like she uploads it, she hits send, 
And then it, like, cuts to, like, Lily and Luther going, Cara Danvers just uploaded a scathing thing. Yeah. I actually wrote down whatever this the <laughs> quote was, but it was oh, awful. Oh, don't bother. <laughs> don't bother. It was awful. We have to change all of our plans. Someone is blogged. <laughs> the world must end faster. <laughs> God help us if it had been a tweet, we'd be done. Oh, man, that's so silly. Um. I know, but it, it, you know, the, the heartbreaking line, though, I got from it was uh, Gomez, uh, you know what the worst part is? I was rooting for you. Oh, that was rough. That was rough. I don't I don't really know uh, what Kara's going to do now. I mean... Um, well, I mean, you know, I was sitting there, I was, like, watching the show, and she's like, I really love that job. No, I love but, that line. It's like, it looks, when I, I, I wrote down the whole line. When I write down, when I write, I don't need a yellow sun. It's just me. Supergirl is what I can do. Kara is, what, is who I am. I really yeah. loved that job. I thought it was a fantastic little bit. Little bit. Sure, sure. And then she's like, maybe being Supergirl and being with you is enough for now. And I'm like, how are you going to afford that apartment? And then I realized, Same damn oh, thing yeah, I the, the, the DEO probably pays her money to be Supergirl. They, they, well, they better. At least put her up as Kara, for God's sake. Cause, um, I would really I would really like it if she just shows up at the DEO. She's like, so I need to get paid now. I need to start getting paid. Which I'm I assume I'm going to get kicked uh, out of my loft. Here's the thing. I think that she has to be because otherwise John, John wouldn't have been like, no, seriously, go see Patty in HR. Or whatever it was. <laughs> She's got to be on some kind of payroll, yeah. Yeah, you know, I would for imagine. For tax purposes. For tax purposes. I mean, it's not like she's going to ma- afford that loft being a reporter or Cat Grant's assistant anyway. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Um, All right. <clears throat> now, let me give you another dual party. You ready? Something that okay, sure. I liked, but then what the hell? Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, Alex is... I, I, like, I like the little trick. Uh, John comes in, tricks Alex, suspends her. That all seemed, I dig that. I dug, yeah, that, I dug that, and it felt like a due diligence that he should have had one episode ago. But whatever. <laughs> I guess he learned from his past mistakes. Yeah. Um. But I dug that. I dug that she goes. I, I like even that Alex goes off book and goes to Maggie. I, mm-hmm. I I really liked her saying like, no, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to take this on. Um. And then it just turns weird. Like, well, Alex, why do you have to do this alone? Why? Why? Maggie is perfectly capable of helping you out. Right. Yeah. Like, take your homegirl, your ride or die girl, no. take her with you. I'll tell you what that was. Weird. I have to do this alone. I have to do this alone is uh, is code for you're only contracted for this amount of lines. <laughs> and I need you to hang back because we cannot afford. We need you in a minute. To, we cannot affa- afford to pay you more than scale. Yeah. Saying is so. how we've got to pay for these special effects. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I, I assume it's something like that. No, it did barrel into um, it did barrel into a pretty pretty cool I don't know setup with like Alex having the kill switch and all that. That was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. The actual climax of this episode wasn't my problem at all. Like the it, it kind of got oh, it back, was me. It, it kind of got back to being something I could enjoy a little bit. It was entertaining at least. Like it was the the kill switch thing was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the little thing with them touching hands with the ship while it stops. I like, actually the music if you were listening was pretty phenomenal behind that all. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it was great. She has. To I was too distracted. Trip. What distracted? I was distracted. You? The fact uh, she's pushing the thing, and then the engines give out, and I'm like, "Why are you pushing the ship, Kara? Punch an engine. <laughs> punch one of the thrusters. I don't. That'll know. do it. I don't know. <laughs> That'll do it. You know, Kara. she. Uh, every now and then, I'm like, "Yeah, she's still learning. Chop off the wings. I don't know. <laughs> no, just try to push it." With the thing go no, just fly up and push, punch the engine. Yeah. Uh, or like the Iron Man plan, you know, you get under the missile and just sort of guide it up slowly. Yeah, because on a mm-hmm. tangent, you can you apply less force. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a thing I could prove with math if I remembered how to do it. 
rather than just getting um, on the other side of it and going. Rrr! But still, <laughs> the the scene was still pretty good. Um, I, I enjoyed that. I I did. Uh, one thing that annoyed me early on was um, like we're like exactly one episode from Alex having to deal with her dad being a traitor. And, like, Maggie's in the bar, like, you owe me a blah, 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 and a thing of scotch, and <laughs> Alex was wrong. I wrote, Alex, stop being upset about your dad thing and be cutesy and flirty with me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, come on. Can, can, can you have a little decorum, Maggie? Oh, uh, who hadn't tried to just be a little bit of a goofball to cheer somebody up? I mean, I have, but that doesn't, you know, work into, hey, but you owe me a bunch of things. But we're failures as humans, so we see that immediately and go, oh, yeah, you're doing the wrong thing. Because that's what we would try. <laughs> um, I would put on a clown mean, suit and and wander in and be like, doo, 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 doo. yeah, right. For all my yeah. problems, though, I'm over there juggling this. like billiard balls. Watch me, look at For all my problems with this episode, Kyler Lee is not one of them. She actually did. I mean, last week she knocked it out of the park. No, her the, character was all off because of the writing. But, yeah, her, like dude. her character's been messed up for a few episodes. She has done freaking great with it though. Yeah. They gave she her a bat like beat a the hell out of that guy. Yeah, they gave her lemons, she made lemonade. Yeah, she totally did. I loved I loved both uh Alex and Maggie yelling go away Brian. That was fun. <laughs> I'm kinda digging that dude. Yeah. Oh, that was the line. Your other daughter, Kara, thanks for the exposition, Lillian. Yeah. Your other daughter, Kara, just unleashed an article exposing our plan. <laughs> Is that it? Was that the uh, one? That was a line. Mm. I'm very sorry to hear that. It's like she came in. Kara just unleashed an article, and Jeremiah would have been like, "Who? Kara? Who? Your other daughter? Oh, oh my other daughter. Okay, Kara. Yeah. Oh god, I was lost <laughs> there for a second. Really got to oh. have a little less heroin before I come to work every day. Thanks for t- keeping me up to date, Lillian. Do you like the uh, the Lillian line? You're the only Superman we need. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so dumb. This time. <laughs> meanwhile, you meanwhile, the, the Superman. We the self-named cyborg Superman's over in the corner pouting, like, yeah. man, that, that's messed up. Yeah, I thought I was the old. Shut Superman. up, Cyber Hank. Yeah, uh, it's not gonna work for me. Um, didn't have much else <laughs> on it except one thing that I thought was neat when they uh-huh. when they come to the bar to get all the aliens. Mm-hmm. I thought it was touching that it's that, that all the humans in the bar defend the crap out of that bar. Mm-hmm. It was a nice like we're all here together moment. Yeah. See for me. That's kind of showing solidarity without being heavy-handed. I mean, it's literally heavy-handed. They're beating the crap out of people, but they don't right. point it out. I'm only pointing it out after the fact. Mm-hmm. Quick question. Am I the only one who doesn't trust Wynn's girlfriend? Um, I do trust her so far. Okay. I say this because they've made her... Uh, they. I mean, um, she's a very sexualized character, but sure. they're just doing that for laughs. But they made her embarrassed in the diner, and Wynn mm-hmm. had to comfort her, which is a... A thing you do when you're humanizing somebody. Yeah. And then they had her be one of the people that was uh, was abducted, which is a thing sure. you do when you want you know the audience to relate to someone. Right. Which are both things that you do when you if are you're going trying to, to set them up and pull the rug out. Yeah. But yeah. But I haven't seen the other signs of pulling the rug out, like long camera extra. I haven't seen the sideways glances or anything yet. Right. They haven't but left the camera on her for that extra beat. Right. That's the moment where I'll worry. You don't have to, because in the genre of sci-fi fantasy, the more ridges, the more traitorous. This is true. <laughs> it was the guy that ran that bar. Can't remember his name now. It's like now. I mean, the for all of their mayor of uh, Sunnydale too. Right. 
for, for I keep all wanting their, to call uh, him a Kardashian. That's not right. What is he? Ferengi? Ferengi. No. Armin Shimmerman is what you're talking Armin about. Armin Shimmerman. Who you're talking yeah, about. He was a very ridgy man. Right. Who would well, straight up their, tell you he couldn't be trusted. <laughs> well, for all their, um, you know, uh, I don't know, <laughs> yelling about, you know, how the aliens are on Earth and we should trust them and whatnot, I, I'm, I'm somewhat interested to see if they are not exercising some sort of, you know, xenophobia themselves. Like, oh no, she's going to wind up being a traitor. Put more ridges on. <laughs> <laughs> the, and that's generally what happens in the sci-fi shows. Like, the less human they are, the more likely they are to betray the team. Like, secretly they're going, well, I mean, yeah, all aliens, you know, but the more anthropomorphized, mm-hmm. anthropomorphized mm-hmm. ones, that's the ones we want. Unless, of course, that character becomes cutesy. Yeah. If the audience really sticks to them, you know, yeah. they'll, they'll be like, oh, well, I mean... I, I mean, look at Buffy, man. I mean, Spike was awful, and they wouldn't get rid of him because the the fans liked him. He was fantastic. So, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he tried to rape Buffy, but whatever. I mean, he's a good guy. He's a good bloke when it really comes down to it. <laughs> I mean, right after that, he realized what he did wrong, and he went and got a soul. Come on, he has a full character arc. That's what happens. That's what matters here. Yeah, but you know, you do have to suspend disbelief over the several times that Buffy should have just killed him oh no they bring that like up. she does we're in all another podcast others. now i feel like but <laughs> we absolutely do anyway moving on but uh, no, I think I, that's I, all i've got to I, say i, I will re- i will uh finish finish <laughs> that thought at least they do at least several times mention that he was he was terrible and he, he tries to make amends for it mm-hmm. he does it's constantly a thing that they bring up which is wonderful and we got uh you know lois and hercules mm-hmm and they were only, you know, half as bad as Astra and Non. So yeah, so, so far we're, we're going there. We're getting, uh, we're getting pretty far. <laughs> Fingers crossed, guys. That's all I've got for Supergirl. We don't have any more Supergirl next week. Is that we the one? Supergirl. Missing? Yeah, hmm. we're missing a Supergirl. It's coming up week, which I'm happy yeah, about. Uh, let me see. It's good to have a break, <laughs> right? Not that I don't like the show. I haven't liked it recently. It hasn't been good lately. <laughs> it's it's been kind of a long haul. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yep. You're right. So yeah, it's uh they've been kind of like bouncing off. I guess it's Supergirl's term. So yeah, we get Flash, mm-hmm. Legends, and Arrow, but no uh yeah no SG. I'm down, man. Good old Earth One. That's cool. Could be. Right. I mean, you know, stuff. I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about Flash 315, the Wrath of Savitar next. Until then. Keep some DC on your screen. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.